What's up, young world? What is up, young world? Welcome, Savon's Legendary Podcast. So, uh, you know, I mean, I've been going through a lot, like, over the past. A lot of y'all don't know I've been going through a lot, like, over the past, like, some of y'all do. Uh, like, four and a half months, man, my mother uh, got diagnosed with COVID and... Uh, for a minute there almost didn't make it and I became a conservator and guardian and you know she's in a whole nother state so it's it's difficult man my mother is the youngest of 17 Ooh, youngest of seven well she's the youngest female of 17 but uh man so it's 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 been rough but you know uh God is good all the time won't he do it won't he do it <laughs> So, anyways, you know, those are personal issues. But um, I know a lot of you saw episode two and was like, uh, where's the rest of the Buster Rhyme story? Where's the rest of the Buster Rhyme story, say? Well, uh, there is no rest of the story. Uh, I'm playing. There is. So, where I left off for those... Uh, who for some reason didn't catch episode one. Uh, Buster Rhymes met him uh, at the Western Hotel in Atlanta when I long many years ago, and uh, Split Star liked my music. Uh, they told me to meet them back there. They wanted to take me somewhere. They got me off of work. They talked to my actual boss. I was a valet attendant. They talked to my boss and got me off work so I can go somewhere with them. The story left off where I went home, left work, took a shower, changed my clothes, met them back at the hotel. They picked me up, and we went to. Apparently, there was a big concert at the Fox Theater in Atlanta complete with Rick Ross, Buster Rhymes, Eve, Jim Jones, uh, a whole bunch of heavy hitters. I had no idea. Now, mind you, mind you, they took a kid that was a valet attendant that they listened to his music for an hour and liked it and wanted to take him somewhere. So we all climb out of this expedition. Now, we roll up next to... Uh, Fox there on the side street, uh, downtown uh, Atlanta. And it ain't nothing but tour buses and Rolls Royces and Ferraris, Lamborghinis. I'm like, now, mind you, I have no idea. They never told me where we were going. I have no idea where I'm at or where I'm going. Now, mind you, I had just moved to Atlanta, so I didn't know Atlanta at all. Uh, they probably could have kidnapped me. Buster Rhymes, he, he look a little kidnappy. He, he look a little... You know, he he been lifting weights, can't you know, he'd be in tied jazz up. Uh <laughs> shout the bus. Um but so we we climb out of this big old, you know, SUV or whatever, go to the side table, and the side tables, this foldy tables outside, they're behind it, they're checking your credentials and uh making sure you who and giving you credentials because we're walking in. I didn't know it at the time. We're walking in the backstage area where the dressing rooms are of the Fox theater. So split star go first, bust around, go first. And, uh, the lady's like, yeah, sir. Uh, are you on the list? I blah, blah, blah. I'm like, uh, I'm with, I'm with them. <laughs> uh, I, uh, uh, I'm with them. 
uh, them over there. And and uh, she's like, no, sir, you need to, and, you know, damn, they damn near left me. I said, spliffs, hold on, spliffs, spliff. Wait a minute, this chick, she asking. He with us, turned around and walked away. I said, see, see, I with them, he with us. So I go in there. The lady don't give me no credentials. I'm just able to walk in, no wristband, nothing. So we go back there. Buster Rhymes go up these little stairs that leads to the dressing rooms, right? Other than that, it's like uh, kind of like a common area in a in the backstage. So splits start to walk away. I'm like, hold on, whoa, 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 where we going? Uh, he like, nah, B, just stay here, just stay here, just stay here, and we'll be right back. Stay here. Where's here? I don't even know where I'm at. He said, no, 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 we'll be right back. All right, I'm with Buster Rhymes. I'm Gucci. All right, back. They leave. Go up some stairs, go back, long hallway, dressing room. Security comes back there. Now, I'm looking out of place. I'm looking like a fish out of water. as <laughs> a colleague. And uh, security comes there. Yo, homie, uh, uh, you belong back here? I said, yeah, I'm with Buster Rhymes and Split Star. And... Uh, he like, well, let me see your credentials. Credentials. Shit. I know I... Nigga, I know. I just had... My credentials. You said credentials, right? You said credentials? Hold on. Okay, Damn, I'm fresh out of... He said, you ain't got no credentials? I was like, ooh. I don't, I don't, I'm, with, I'm with Buster Rhymes. This is bizarre. They say, you got to go. Mind you... I rode there with them. I have no idea where I'm at in the state, in the city. I have no idea. I'm like, no, man, listen, go back, please. Don't go back there. Tell them, Savon. Tell them, Buster Rhymes, Split Star, I'm with them. I rode, they drove me here. He said, all right, what you say your name was? I said, I'm Savon. He said, all right, I'll be right back. So he goes back there, come out five minutes later, and it's like, uh, hey, yo, um, Buster Rhymes and Spliff Star say they don't know no Savon. Uh, did you tell them Savon? Uh, uh, with with an S, motherfucker. Like, what you mean they don't know a Savon? I just got out the car with him. What? He say, hold on. He goes back again. He say, you gotta go. So what you mean? What's why? They don't, they said they ain't come with no Savon. They'll know. I said, did you go to the right Buster Rhymes, Split Star? Did you go to them? He said, yeah, man, you got to go. And he's like putting his hands on. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. He like, whoa. I'm like, whoa. All at that moment, my man, Memph Hits, walks by. Now, mind you, I met Memph Hits back in Detroit some years ago, and we was cool the whole time. For everybody kind of older, uh, that new Baby Huey, um, Baby Huey, rest in peace, uh, had, had uh, I think, two hit records. Baby Huey from St. Louis. Also, um, uh, Memph Hits dated uh, not Keisha Cole. It wasn't Keisha Cole. It was... Uh, not Fantasia, Jesus, how come I, uh, uh, Michelle, uh, oh Lord, the Michelle, Michelle, uh, I forget, but anyways, he was on Love and Hip Hop, 
Anyways, he allegedly did some things. Who knows what all that's about? But he walked past right at that moment when they about to kick me out. And <laughs> I'm like, yo, man, I see him. Like, well, I'm like, yo, man, fall up, yo, man. And he ain't seen me. Now. Yo, say, yo, say, what's good, dog? I'm like, me. This nigga trying to kick me out. I came in with bus. I don't know where they at. They left me. And this dude, he was like, they trying to do what? I said, he got his, uh, uh, my collar, help me. <laughs> he like, uh, nah, nah, that's Savon, man. He good. He with me. He said, he with you? He said, yeah, man, get your hands, that's safe. Get, get your hands off of him. What's wrong with you? That's Savon, then he with me. B, Miff hit, shout out my man, Miff. Shout out to you, brother. Because you, you saved me. You saved me. And so, and I tell Miff the story. He's like, Buster Rhymes did what? I was like, B, I'm, I'm, I'm out here. Apparently, I am out here. I'm for the streets, apparently. So watch this. We go to the side of the stage, like kind of side of the stage where the rest of the audience is at. And, um, you know, we see, I think Jim Jones was performing at the time. Guess what? About 15 minutes later, 20 minutes later, Buster Rhymes, Spliff Star, walk right past me. They walk right past me. Buster Rhymes didn't even look my direction. Spliff Star looked at me and was like, and kept walking. Now walk it out. Now walk it out. I am not bullshitting. I could not believe it. Because I saw him coming, I'm like, I, I was trying, like, what do I say something to him? Do I not say something to him? Like, what, what, what should I do? In the comments below, uh, what would you have done at that moment? They left you. You knew somebody. They didn't know that. They, see, they didn't know I was already in the music business. They didn't know that. They thought they was doing some kid a favor, Right. Uh, not by leaving them, but what would you had it done? They left you. You still there. You see them coming. Comment below. What would you had have done? Now, um, so long story short, uh, uh, I seen Buster Rounds again some years later. Shout out to my man, uh, Mike Williams. We went to um, some 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 party or something, and we all went through the back of, back door to our sections and Buster Rounds was back there with us. I think Jazzy Faye was back there with us. I don't know. But I see him again and I'll say, hey Bus, uh, you remember me? We 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 outside in the alley, about to go in the back door of this club. And I'm like, yo, Bus was good. We just standing there waiting for security to come let us in. And I'm like, you remember me from me? Like, oh yeah, what, what's going on? What's going on, son? What's going on, son? I'm like, yeah, you uh uh never mind. It's good to see you again. It's good, it's good to see you again, bus. <laughs> like what you you've been lifting weights. I was nervous. What you want me to do? <laughs> so, anyways, that's my Buster Rhymes story. He Buster Rhymes left me stinking and stranded in the Fox Theater dressing room area. Thank God for Memph, man. I would have been like kicked out on the curb with no, like, Jesus. I lived in Marietta. I don't know how to get back there. Uber wasn't a thing back there. Come on, bus. Bus Rhymes, you owe me. Matter of fact, that was wrong, B. That was wrong, son. Bus Rhymes, you looking at this? You owe me, my nigga. Okay. It could be, it could be sushi. It could be some Bel Air. We can make it easy. Ain't got to be violent. Ain't got to be violent. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. But you know, allegedly, which I do not believe, uh, uh, Michelle, what's her name? Uh, did the VSOP record? Y'all help me out. I forget. Uh, I forget. Anyways, allegedly, she had she was dating my man Memph some years ago, and you know, some alleged domestic violence things happened. I don't know whether it was towards him from her or towards or towards uh, her from him. But you know, I got a question. And I and I've had this conversation with many people, but I kind of want y'all y'all take on it. Y'all can comment below, please. Um, now, people say, you know, you're not a real man if you hit a woman, and I agree. I also want to know, does it work the same way with women? Are you a real woman if you hit a man? Would they say, well, you know? If a woman hits a man, he's strong enough to restrain her without actually having to hit her. Even though she she hit him first, let's just assume for this. So my thing is. You know, I get the physiological uh, type of scenario here, right? But I got a question. You see these bodybuilding women. And these UFC women and these boxing women, you don't know who you run up on. You don't know who you run up on. This woman could be very much stronger than you and very much can can whoop on you, be whoop on you. Right. Does that does that still apply to those type of women? If she could beat your ass and she hits you first because she has a uterus or not, depending on where she's at in her life, uh, should you not hit her even though she is bigger and stronger and can whoop you? See, my thing is. Fathers should raise their son. Not to hit a woman, but it's not about not hitting a woman. How about don't don't hit don't hit nobody. How about raise your son in a way where he can avoid even getting to that point. He can see that coming and make a decision before it even get to that point. To me, that's a lot more worthwhile of a lesson on the men's side. Now, in my opinion, on a woman's side, as a mother. Let's raise our daughters not to provoke a man. If you believe that if you're a woman and you believe that men are stronger, most men are, are stronger than most women and can hurt them more if they hit them. If that's if that's what you believe. Can we train our daughters or raise our daughters not to provoke a man? For every action, there's a reaction. And trust me when I tell you, I am not condoning domestic violence, but I'm not condoning domestic violence either way. See, I'm not condone. I'm not con uh, not condoning it from a from a man to a woman. I'm not condoning it from a woman to a man either. I'm not. Con How about this? This is my take on the whole shit. 
How about don't nobody touch nobody? Everybody keep their hands to themselves. And if you feel like you need to cuss a man out and put your finger all in his face and and all of this type of thing and you a bitch ass and all of these type of derogatory things, you should. You need to go take a breather. Don't let it get there. Take a breather and decide whether you want to continue to be in this type of relationship. And if you a man and a woman is doing that to you. Do not maneuver your body, your fists, your hands in a threatening way. You need to go take a breather somewhere else and make a decision whether this is the type of female that you see yourself having a future with. I'll tell you what's weird that I never saw coming. I was in a relationship with a young lady. She was actually Italian um, back in Michigan before I moved to um, Atlanta. Now, this woman had two mixed daughters and her baby daddy was in jail a lot and all this, you know, the kind of typical type of situation, unfortunately. Come from a good family. Dad is a president of a bank. They got money. They live in a great neighborhood, big house, couldn't want for nothing. Right. But she loved black men. Right. Okay. so I'm dating her for a while and she could get. She was a nurse and she can get real, you know what I mean? Ghetto with it. And how y'all do the, how y'all do your hands? She can get, she can get there quick, quick. So one time I remember we were at her apartment and she got drunk. She really couldn't hold the liquor. So we kind of got into a, a verbal argument or whatever. And she was now she's Italian. She was like, Oh, you bitch ass that pop ba pop pop Nick Dick you Nick you bet that pop. I'm like, this chick do not know where I'm from or who my role models was in my family. If she did, she would not be saying this type of thing to me. Now I'm a, I was a lot younger then. I was less patient and less, you know, mature and all these type of things, but you bitch ass nigga, you up nigga. I'm like, what? Don't you ever? And she throwing vases, glasses breaking. I'm like, I see what I see the scene. Like I see what's being set up here. I call the police myself. Please come to this address. This woman is wilding. I haven't and will not touch her. Please. They send a squad car over. Two white cops. What do you what what did uh what is the first thing you think they said when they got there? Uh, ma'am, ma'am, they walked in glass everywhere. Ma'am, are you okay? I said, I called y'all. I I called you. I called you. I called you. What are you doing? Uh I'm fine, thank you. Like what, like what? Typical, typical. She, they asking her, is everything all right? She's like, she, this is the part of the story. Scared me to death. She turned suburban white so fast. Do you hear me? 
oh no no we're just we're fine you know some things broke but it was an accident you know it just fell off no we're we're, we're fine we're okay we're okay thank you for coming though do you guys need a water do you, do you need a water I'm, I'm over in the corner looking at her because they wouldn't let me near them. They're like, you go over there. I'm in the corner like this. Oh, oh you, oh, you lying. Oh, scared me to death. Now watch this. They said, okay, you guys, you guys have a, a good night. Uh, be safe. Have a good night. They leave. They go down the stairs. In my mind. I don't think she knew this. In my mind, I'm like, I better go. What when they go? Y'all not about to leave me here with this crazy biatch. Period. I'm the one that called y'all. Y'all about to leave me with her again? That don't make no sense. I put on my shoes as they walking down the stairs. She trying not to let me out. She trying not to let me out the house. They get in their squad car and pull off. By that time, I'm out in the parking lot running to my car. She running out that car too. Now she was just lily white. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, oh my God, right? Listen, they drive off. She look at them. They're out of earshot. I'm trying to make it to my car. She running after me in the parking lot. You bitch ass nigga, you called the police. I would have never called you a whole ass nigga. She's Italian. You whole ass nigga, I would never call the police over you. You a bitch ass nigga. I get in my car, peel off. How come uh, uh, ponytail and all running after the car in the parking lot? Running after me. I never saw that joint again. Do you hear me? Now watch this. I moved to Atlanta. I come back, visit my friends, visit my family maybe um, two or three years later, right? I pull up to a gas station. Watch this. Random gas station. Not even in the city where she or I am from. Who do you think was there? Blew my mind. I didn't know what to say. I ain't seen her since the police was there. <laughs> I haven't seen her at a random gas station. She sees me. You know how you see somebody and you see them and then you, you look away like you never seen them. I didn't even see them. Where they go? Oh, I, ain't, I ain't see you. I ain't see you. <laughs> like you pretend like you day was like you ain't like you ain't see him. That's what I was trying to do. No, no, no. She came up to my car. I was like, hey, say I'm like, ooh, hi. Hey, girl. How how you how you been? Yeah, 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 yeah. She said, Well, it's been a while. I said, yeah, yeah. In my head, I'm like, it's gonna be longer than that, motherfucker. You're crazy ass. Anyways, uh, so so, <laughs> so um we chop it up, and she said, do you got a minute? I said, ooh, a whole minute? Uh, shit. I don't know. What's up? What's on your mind? We're at a gas station now, mind you. She goes on to tell me how when I broke up with her, she got heavy in the drugs, like heavy drugs. Drinking, the, like she was a whole addicted, you know what I mean? And she said she had to go to rehab and go to um, a therapist, and she said it was in therapy that she found out that she was the she had the type of like situation in her in her brain that she didn't think a man loved her unless he was physically harming her putting his hands on her beating her to her that was a sign of of love and it all came because her baby daddy who i mentioned earlier 
was very abusive and she got accustomed to it, I guess. And she said, I'm so, she apologized, said, I am so sorry. I was trying my best to make you angry enough to hit me because that's how I identified with love. That was my twisted love language. I said, ooh, I think we're about the end of our, about the end of our minute. <laughs> this sounds bad, but I mean, I thanked her for being transparent and having the courage to talk to me about that. But, but I didn't, you know, you would hear about women like that, but I never you know, met a woman like that or that, you know, that was really like, like, like I dated, you know what I'm saying? But this was one and I, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Uh, and I'm, I thank God that uh, it didn't work. I'm glad I got the hell out of there. I was trying to catch up with them cops, but <laughs> she, was, she was trying to catch up with me. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. It was a scene out of, mm-mm. It was bad, bad, bad. But anyways, uh, domestic violence is real. Um, it's wrong whether you a man hitting a, a woman or a woman hitting a man. Verbal abuse is real. Life is too short to deal with that. Love is not violent. Love is not harmful. Love is not abusive. Love is not degrading. Love is the opposite of those things. So if you, you know, Take anything from from this story. Just remember, if you happen to be in a situation like that, they probably have some baggage and issues, too, that they are uh, kind of like uh, recycling and regurgitating their like feelings and experiences and their shortcomings onto you because you're probably the closest one to them. That doesn't make it okay. Uh, You don't have to deal with it. Um, So that shit is real. And y'all need to recognize it and understand, if nothing else, you don't have to be there. And it won't get better. You'll just get, you'll just get used to it being bad. You'll just get used to it being bad. It won't get better. It'll get worse before it get better. Oh, man. That was a heavy topic. That's an important topic, though. A lot of women go through that stuff, don't know who to talk to. Um... I, it's, it's twisted, man. They love the person, even though they they getting beat on. It's just it's it's crazy. It's crazy. So it's tough. It's tough. So, anyways, speaking of uh, a man hitting a woman or a woman a woman woman or a woman or a woman wanting to hit a man there was a friend i had in atlanta you might have heard of her her name it was she goes by uh the brat a long time ago me and the brat were uh i want to say we were friends um at least associates um she asked me uh if she could hop on one of my records, um, she didn't do it, but she wanted to. She told me she wanted to and to send her the record. I sent her the record. And um, it was kind of a it was kind of a weird situation because the brat, you know, she came out. You know, we kind of we, we knew brat. 
We knew. You cool. You always been dope. You know, I got love for you still. Uh, but there was a situation where um, she was dating. She was dating a female who was with her all the time. And uh, me and Brad, we would always run into each other at a particular club, okay, in Marietta. And one day, I went to uh, get some takeout at, like, a place called Houston's. Uh, and hold on, let me fix my headphones. And uh, I saw a little yellow Benz compressor outside. And anytime I saw Brad, this, fem- this particular female that she was dating drove this joint. But I didn't know if it was Brat's or if it was hers. So when I went in there, I'm kind of looking around for Brat. Oh, like, oh, like, big sis here. Okay, let me, let me see if she, because I'm about to order some takeout. But it wasn't her. It was the girl. And so I was like, oh, I, I recognize you. You hang out with the Brat. She was like, yeah. I was like, okay, well, I'm Savon and tell Brat that I emailed her the record. Uh, that she asked me to email her and I just wanted to make sure she got it so she can get back to me. Just let me know that she, she received the record. Um, and she's like, okay, I'll tell her. And that was literally, I swear on my dad, that was it. Right? Watch this. I don't know. A week goes by, two weeks go by. We go, I go back to this club, <clears throat> go up in VIP where I, you know, and Brat's up there. And everybody's, you know, want to talk to Brad and, you know, everybody's around us. So I kind of wait for the kind of fandom to calm down. So I go up to her. I say, yo, sis, what's good? She's like, get the fuck away from me. Straight like that. I said. Now I'm looking around like. Me. Because I had no idea where this was coming from at all. It, you, it, Matt caught off guard. Caught off guard. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? She was like, get the fuck away from me. And if you ever talk to my wife again. if No, she said, if you ever hit on my wife again, I'm going to fuck you up or have you fucked up or some, some. And I'm like, first of all, I know who that was. Okay, and I didn't hit on her. It did not go like that at all. You fucking bugging. So I said, you have a good night. So I walked away from her. I stayed in VIP. Now, she didn't like the fact that I still stayed in VIP. So she told her security to kick me out of VIP. Now, what she didn't know is her security was my friends. They was my boys. So they came up to me, whispered in my ear, please say she she trying to kick. Please just go. I, I ain't, we ain't going to make it look like we're kicking you out. We ain't going to grab you. Just please that she paying us. Please just go, please, man. I was like, man, fuck y'all. Cause y'all know this shit ain't right. Y'all my man's fuck y'all. So I walk out, I go outside of the club. I'm fuming. One of her best friends, male best friends, brats, best friends. And he's an MC comes out, uh, side. And he's asking me because he was my man. So he's like, say, what's going on? I'm like, man, this motherfucker tripping in here. She talking crazy. Did that pop, pop, pop. Her security comes outside. Now, my cousin, Martini Harris, uh, is with me. Martini, chime in. If you see this, Martini, chime in. He was right there with me. He was doing, um, I think he was doing the BT Comic View. He's a comedian. He was doing BT Comic View in Atlanta and came and stayed with me. So he went out with me. So uh, we outside. Her best friend comes outside, talk to me. Her security comes outside, like, say, what's going on? I'm like, man, this bitch tripping. I don't know what's going on with her. Everybody comes outside to see what's going on with me. 
they leave her inside in VIP by herself. And so she feels a certain way. So she comes out by herself, right? And she's talking to security. Now watch this. This is the part I didn't like. She's talking to security like, I don't know. And I'm right in front of her. Do y'all hear me? I'm, I'm in front of her. We're in a, all of us in a little circle. She's like looking around like some nigga named Savon. I'm like, I mean, why are you, why are you acting like you don't know me? Like, why, why are you acting like we don't talk? Like, I'm not in front of you. Like, what the fuck is you? Like, I was heated. Now, mind you, I was a lot younger. This was a long time ago. And she yelling at me and I'm yelling back at her. So then she says, lower your voice talking to me or I'm going to break your leg. I'm going to break your fucking legs or something like that. <laughs> so in true save on fashion, I got louder because <laughs> I don't play that fuck. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Listen, man. And I raised my voice louder and we was about to fight me and Brat. Like some, one of her people was about to step up. My cousin stepped up like, what's good? Ain't none of y'all about to touch save I, period. And, and then the police came. And I've I seen Brat maybe once or twice since then. And listen, I was, oh, oh and this is what I found out. This is, this is very important. She got in some trouble with a cheerleader in a, one of Jermaine Dupree's bars, apparently allegedly hit her over the head with a bottle or a champagne glass or something that can break and got sued and charged with assault or something like that and had to go to jail. This night was the night before she had to turn herself in for like two or three years, something like that. Don't quote me on the years. I don't know. But this was the night before she had to turn herself in in the morning. So she was already like wound up and really trying to manage what she was going through at the time. I had no idea. So I attribute a lot of this kind of animosity to her. I mean, you ever had to turn yourself in? I mean, voluntarily give up your freedom. That's some that's some crazy shit. That's crazy. So anyways, um, yeah. I attribute it to that because we was all, it was always all a hundred percent love, a hundred percent love emails, texting. When we seen each other, it was love, love, love. And um, I still think she is probably, she's in top three best female rappers of all time. If you ask me, but anyways, Brad, if you see this, congratulations on your new relationship. Congratulations on your new success. The Brad, you still, you still a one with me. Um, we we it was a lot I was a lot younger, you know. Things happen. Um, I'm past it. So it is crazy, crazy, crazy out here on these studies. Um, yeah, man. Get well, get well, uh, my man Sky Zoo. The rapper, uh, a lot of y'all might not know who Sky Zoo is, but it's S-K-Y-Z-O-O. Um mm, mm. that's good. Um, he, uh, he got the, he got vaccinated back in March, right? Masked up, no big groups of people, just real protective. Still got the Delta strain. Still got it. Masked up, don't go nowhere and vaccinated. Still got it. Um, I got vaccinated. Uh, when did I get vaccinated? I got vaccinated. A week ago, matter of fact, yeah, a week from, yeah, a week ago, um, I got the Pfizer 
and I've had no symptoms at all. My arm was sore for about three days, uh, but that's it. Um, I get my next shot uh, third week of September. I mean, yeah, my next shot third week of September. And I'm, I, I was never for the shot. This is why. I wasn't for the vaccination because when I was about to think about getting it, then I hear the Delta joint come and it's a whole new strain. I'm no doctor. Okay. But I do know a new strain means the original one mutated. And when it mutates nine times out of 10, the, the, the vaccination from the first strain doesn't apply to the second one. That's what it mutated from. I'm no doctor. I'm just saying. So I was like, well, let me play. Let me see how this play out because if there's, and then there's another strain that starts with an R. Some kind of got an R in it or something. And they found a month ago, found six cases of that in California. I'm like, wait a minute. So we got one vaccination and two other whole, whole ass different strains. So if I get this, this vaccination might not do nothing for me for these other ones. I'm trying to figure this thing out. But once I saw them shut down New York and I'm like, you know, I got a travel, a travel TV show series that I'm dealing with. I, I'm going to have to go to Brazil and every Australia and all. Okay, I can't. And I honestly, between me and you, y'all, between me and you. I got tired of the idea in my head. Get vaccinated. Don't get vaccinated. Where can I go? Where can I go? I got tired of it was almost fuck it. Just pop me. Bah, bam, pop me. I just got tired of the, the wrestling match in my head, honestly. So, you know, I don't know if they injected me with some nanobots. I, you know, they was going to put it in my water and, and somewhere anyways, I guess. I don't know. So shout out to everybody that's not vaccinated. I feel you. Shout out to everybody that is vaccinated. I feel you. Um, so it's a lot to think about. Uh, wait till y'all hear. It's kind of. It's deep and it's kind of really personal to me. But do I, if I have any Life Jennings fans, I have a Life Jennings story that's really near and dear to my heart. And it's kind of touching. It's kind of touching. Might pull out your heartstrings a little bit. But you do got to wait to that episode. Whoa, whoa. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Oh, shout out to Grind City. I am on Grind City on Roku. Roku channel, Grind City. Look it up. Um, I'm on there. Also, shout out to Hot 365 Radio. You can hear my podcast on there as well. Please go subscribe and be a part of both of those platforms. Um, iHeart is next. Uh, I will let you guys know. Um, but thank you all for tuning in. I hope you found this entertaining. My name is the incomparable Savon, and you have been watching Savon's legendary podcast. Peace, young world. Let's get